0: This is the conclusion to my Booking Across Canada 2002 podcast. In my ebook detour, I called this chapter 66 Days. That was it, 66 days, and it was over. Especially now, when people hear what I did in this book trip, they ask me about what lessons I learned or what parallels I can draw between that experience and my recovery from accident the following year. These people are inevitably disappointed when I don't have a good answer. The question has been asked would be lying if I said I hadn't thought about it. But what I take away from that experience is that experience. It was an awesome experience culminating in a fantastic feeling of accomplishment. It was incredibly fun and enjoyable and I'd like to leave it at that. Of course there are similarities but that doesn't mean that the lessons I learned that summer are easily transferable to the challenges I faced next year and since. From the Saturday morning ramblings of two hungover friends at university, to the airport motel breakfast buffet in Vancouver, the trip was an elaborate idea. Once the three of us had clipped into our pedals on June 2nd, it was reality. Kogi was set on going to Winnipeg, Karen and I were set on going to St. John's. The three of us were competitive. With each other, but we're also friends who support each other. If I had a gear King and wanted to stop, I would have ridiculed them, but not until after I supported their decision. The same would have been true for me. If I wanted to stop, they would have had my back, but I'd be hearing about it. Once it got down to just King and I, our competitiveness was also internal. Neither of us would have been able to make it without the other, the logistics would have been out of whack carrying the tent, and all the gear would no longer have been shared. So I was pushing Kinger because I needed his support, and I was also pushing myself because I knew he needed mine. This was a challenge through and through. It was physically and mentally exhausting. Emotions were at their summit when we put down a good base, when we covered more ground than we expected, or when we bucked up highway mountain passes. When tubes popped, spokes snapped, Skies rained and energy waned. We were left questioning which one of us had its bright idea in the first place. What made this trip successful was that our daily feelings of accomplishment outweighed the daily aggravations. Although we never considered stopping, the option was there. I could have stopped and gone home. It's difficult to even think about how that would have affected me, and I would have been. Obviously I was always asking myself, what if? Nonetheless, I could have, and theoretically, it didn't have affected the general trajectory of my life. It was the challenge Karen and I gave ourselves intentionally and when we wanted to do it. The challenge I would be interfaced to face next year was by no means intentional, and my schedule doesn't matter in the least. A lot of people assume I know the to though, but if question, but I truly haven't given it any serious deliberation. It's an abstract question, and any answer would be entirely theoretical and likely flawed. It's not like it's even interesting to think about. That Bugstrap Across Canada, after graduating and spending four awesome years at university, was, with the benefit of hindsight, probably the best way I could have spent that summer. Thank you very much again for listening. This is the conclusion of my Bugstrap Across Canada podcast. Please remember to check out my website, www.concussiontalk.com, where you can hopefully view my blogs, listen to my other podcasts, such as Concussion Talk podcast and Face Concussion Recovery podcast. I'll be back tomorrow to talk about what I'm planning for the rest of the summer and the fall. Thank you again. As always, music at the beginning of this podcast is by Ben Sound, www.bensound.com.